listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot. They heard about the Rolexes and the Lexus with the Texas license plate out of state. They heard about the pounds you got down in Georgetown, and they heard you got half of Virginia locked down. They even heard about the crib you bought your mom's out in Florida, the fifth corridor. Call the coroner. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tales podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Tuesday. Yes, we are. Tuesday uh, after Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's favorite day after Christmas. Um, everybody can get back to work. Um, Ooh. <laughs> and we have a very special guest, as you guys can tell from the intro. Cause I always give them biggie lyrics, um, and it's very uh, ap- giving Humpty Humpty uh, a couple times. Oh, that's true too. <laughs> but it's very apropos that we uh, have him on the show since it is a uh, Tuesday and we are seeing him now. Uh, it is my man JL Covan from the Righteous Prick Podcast. What's going on, man? Hello, thank you for having me back. It's been a while. I uh, I, I went through a little uh, spiritual journey away from social media for nine days, and now I'm back. How, how was how was it out there in the wilderness it was it was uh liberating but scary at mm. the same time <laughs> uh, well um, back. yeah well what what made you take a break from social media what was the thing that that triggered that i got an email from a club booker in uh ohio that books all the like all the funny bones and improvs and without going i mean people could probably listen to my last episode for the full story in mm-hmm. fact because i'm not posting a new episode this week so if anybody here wants to hear the full story but basically i felt like i got a form email back from a place that i've been past you know that i've worked very hard to get to get work out of and have done very well mm-hmm. but they just don't really care mm-hmm. and then getting a form email just felt like a slap in the face and i was sort of like i got to quit this whole enterprise um so i just sort of withdrew from social media any reminders of comedy anything like that uh it it was it was you know it was stupid but at the same time it was just uh, you know as many times as i threatened to quit comedy it may it may be time to wrap it up Mm. uh you know and i got i had a job interview last week with something that may end up becoming sort of full-time legal work which is not compatible with, hey, do you mind if I take off nine days a month? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what my future in comedy is, but it's, uh, you know, it's been a frustrating journey and it just felt especially frustrating the last couple of months of, of 2017. So, so it's kind of like, that. so you haven't gone full Mike Payne yet, but it could happen. It really could, unfortunately. It's, it's not what I want to do, um, because the first, it's just, it's, it's, yeah. I know. No, this is not the usual sort of humor that I start when I'm a guest on your podcast. But it's, it, it's. I don't think people can like comedy to me feels as close to a calling as I've ever felt. I think, like, I, of course, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a basketball player, and that's easy when you're tall. You just sort of think, I like basketball, and I'm tall. I guess I'm going to be Michael Jordan. <laughs> but, right. you know, with comedy, that's been something throughout my whole life from, you know, making my family laugh because there was a lot of family tension. It was a good way to, like, get my mom to be happy was to make her laugh because a lot of the time she was sort of a depressed person. 
And then, you know, in law school, feeling real bummed out in law school, I started doing comedy and it just made my whole life better. It was, it was an outlet, a creative outlet. It was a stress release. Then it turns out I was pretty good at it. And I kept working at it and I kept getting little opportunities here, there, making my own name for myself, but never enough for it to be sort of the full time career. And as you know, I make a lot of videos. I make a lot of content that costs me some money to produce. So it's like I want to be doing it full time, but I can't afford to do what I do full time. So I have to sort of work a lot as an attorney to fund the career that I want. And it just, you know, at 38, turning 39 in April, you start to just go, there's more to life than struggling for every month of every year to try and just establish yourself. So other than that, life is hilarious. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> um, I got kicked off of Facebook last week for like three days or so. Um, I know you forever get kicked off again. I know. Uh, yeah. Right. That's that, that. I don't even be knowing half the time. I know. But. <laughs> One of the things is, uh, you know, cause normally when people get kicked off of Facebook. You, you and, in in uh, uh, black, uh, liberation people and anybody talking about that uh, and people Marcia, who say men suck. Yeah. Yeah. Marsha, Ray, all my friends. Um, well, uh, the thing is though, normally when people get kicked off, they're always like railing against Facebook and being like, this is fucked up and it's censorship and it's, it's not fair because you guys don't, you know, block people that do other things and stuff. I, I was at peace, man. I was like, oh, cool. Three days. Just no, right. no people. You know what I mean? Like, I just, like, and the thing is, um, I was talking to my brother about this at Christmas at dinner. I was like, you know, the thing with Facebook is once they figured out the algorithm and how to get people to respond to su- stuff because they just want interaction. So you stay on the site. Yeah. They don't care if it's good or bad. Mm-mm. It's just Mm-mm. whatever gets interaction, right? right. So, if you say hey i just uh just had a baby congratulations everybody will see that post first thing in their feed Mm -hmm. because people love going oh congratulations oh look at the baby whatever right but also if you say like um i'm really depressed right now and i'm and i and i don't know what's going on with my life right now they i also see that in my feed because that's another thing that i'm more likely to be like hey man you all right is right you know and right. so uh i think facebook kind of aggregates kind of like if two people are fighting that post moves to the top yes it does if some people are like going back and forth in the comments that'll go to the top mm-hmm. if, you know every once in a while it's just some like ridiculous shit that you know you're just like how does it even get on my feet first thing it could be from four days ago but it's like look at this shit and i think uh yeah. it wears you down a little bit and it changes the experience and i think not having it for three days was kind of a a a, a you know and i'm still not on there as much as i was because it's just kind of like you know what that was that was kind of better i don't i like loving people from a distance kind of mm-hmm. yeah I've... yeah no and it, it was it was i was surprised i didn't miss it mm-hmm. um but you know the the i think that's why i, I always tell people that twitter is the better site mm-hmm. now twitter isn't the problem of has the problem of how are we going to make money because our investors want us to like monetize everything and find a way to but to me, Facebook is such a perfect example of this is what happens when an evil dude with Asperger's meets capitalism. You get a site that is intent on ignoring any kind of human – like, like it's, it's bad for people. Like on the right. whole, I think Facebook is, is bad. Mm. Be- not as it started but right. as it's now been manipulated because Twitter – 
you don't get that. Twitter, like Twitter, they're always like, how are we going to make money? But at least they've kept it sort of in its purest form still, where it's right. just like if you follow people, you can see their stuff. In if real you don't, time. You don't. Right. Yeah, and in real time. It's not this delay or, you know, and I, I joke, sometimes when I've made some announcement about a show, I have a, a picture that I made um, on my phone, which is a picture of Kate Upton's cleavage, mm-hmm. a baby, a wedding, and I forget what the fourth picture, a puppy. Mm-hmm. And I just made like a little four square of that and go, hey, guys, come to my show tonight. <laughs> you know, hoping, it can, hoping it can trick people. <laughs> you know, that's, that's making humor out of it. But right. at the same time, it's that's how cynical this stuff has made me. Well, because also, that is the kind of stuff they're going to they're going to. Well, also, as content creators, if you were to be like uh, and don't worry, Karen's still here. She had to refresh her computer or something. Um, but as content creators, if you were to. Uh, post a video it doesn't get the engagement that you would if you put just a, a post that said like oh man I, i'm ate too many cookies today this is so depressing like facebook is like no that shit is fine but if you say hey guys come check out my show here's this video i worked fucking really hard on and i uploaded you to my youtube us. channel yeah facebook's like you want to boost this post for 20 dollars? because if not bitch you was going to the bottom <laughs> right, right. In other words, it's not your option. Isn't do you want it to organically grow? Do you want to boost its growth? No, it's you can either boost it or fuck you. Yeah, right. Yeah, that and sucks. it's to me. What's funny about that is is, and I've been saying this for probably because I learned about two years ago. I have a friend out in L.A. who has a very successful food recipe website. And it blew up. Like, I remember he picked me up in, like, you know, a Camry one year. And the next year I went out to visit him and he picked me up at the airport in his Mercedes. Like, he blew up with this site. He has, like, two and a half million fans. It might be even more now on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Now, he, he called Facebook because once you get to that size, you know, you get you can have phone numbers to engage people at right. Facebook. Mm-hmm. And he said, if I want this one post to be seen by all of my fans he's not talking about an ad to reach new people he's just like what i want people who like my page to see is how much do i have to boost to make sure that all 2.3 million see mm. that they said seventy thousand dollars now these are people who have seen who have liked his page they've already made the choice and what's yeah. really creepy is that sometimes you can go to a page and it will hot like okay so let's say it doesn't show up in your feed well, fuck it. I really want to see this. I'm going to the page. Right. It'll still hide shit on the page. Right. Oh. And you start to go like, you start to go at some point, this is why I think the government needs to either break up Facebook or start requiring it like they require ABC or CBS or Fox to adhere to standards. Right. Because at some point, the only people who are going to advertise on Facebook who will be able to afford it in a meaningful way will be like movies and soda companies and the right. same people that can afford TV ads. And... It makes a thing like I got into Facebook because it's like, hey, my friends are on. Hey, I'm a comedian. I get some jokes out there. And like if I post a YouTube video, it's going to get nothing. Right. And it used to I used to have videos blow up on YouTube and then they figured, oh, we, we need to shut down all this. It's not like I'm Sony Pictures or Disney right. and I'm trying to like find a free. Yeah. I'm a nobody yeah, making no money like you can't let. Among my friends, let this grow organically. Like, nope, it ain't like, Facebook that's Live. How I know they're dicks. <laughs> yeah, what'd you say, Karen? Go I said that ain't nope, it ain't Facebook Live. Yeah, if you upload it directly to Facebook, sometimes they'll let it stay up there. But if you take it from YouTube or something, nothing. And and it's also kind of weird too because um, 
if if you do like if you're on youtube right jl post a video on youtube and i follow him i get an alert right you know because they're like he put like that used to be the basic minimum of just like you made a deal with us you put this thing here we tell people it's here that's like the the bare minimum of a negotiation and facebook's like that's actually we're gonna start lower than that we're gonna start at uh if you want your people to see it uh you need to do some other shit so yes yeah that sucks man google operates by like and don't get me wrong google's obviously a behemoth company and i'm sure they're not angels but they do operate from from like a base level of decency yeah and does not my friend my friend only because he's so savvy with this because he has to be to mm-hmm. for his business he had said like he wishes that google plus could blow up because mm. that is the fairer the much fairer Platform. social media site mm-hmm. but we've right. gotten so used to facebook but facebook is really like not good yeah <laughs> I, I agree. I think I don't know what company will. I think Google could have done something, but they just didn't. I don't know. They didn't do that. It that would have kept people there. Google Plus. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. ugly. Google Plus is still kind of like not attractive to right. use. Right, and it's not user it's friendly. Like a, a bulletin board. Yeah, yes, it's it, not very user friendly. Yeah, it's, and, and it's like they didn't invest the money or the effort or the team or the dedication. Almost like Google Play. Like as many apps are around, why is Google Play so chunky? And but that Google, like we're just gonna get in it. But okay, but if you don't make it good, nobody's gonna stay. We don't give a fuck. We're just gonna get in it. Google wants to right. own everything, but they don't want to specialize in anything, and it hurts everything because right. They also had Google Talk. They also had the thing where you can like go live on on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's not for. It's not user friendly. Nope. Like it's just like right. like that's the bare minimum, dude. Like what are you doing? Like. So many people would love to go over there and use your shit, but I mean, you, you, you shoot yourself in the foot before you can even get out the door. Um, all right, listen, guys, we've talked a lot of shop here, but I haven't even really done the intro for the show. Um, so this is the Blackout Tips. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Podomatic. Just search the Blackout Tips. Leave us five star reviews. We appreciate those. We read them on the airs as long as they're five stars and they're nice. The official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is sponsored. It's actually brought to you by <clears throat> Legal Equalizer. All right, what is this? Legal Equalizer is basically an app. That sounds like my action movie it, about <laughs> me. It's by Denzel Washington. <laughs> And he's Roman J. Israel, and he's the Equalizer in the same movie. Yes! Um, but Legal Equalizer is a free app. It allows you to alert your loved ones to your location in an emergency situation. Um, and it lets you know your laws and your rights and what actions to take in certain situations. And it allows you to record the interaction and contact an attorney in real time. Um, if you're listening to this show, you you know we go get the app i'm just saying uh it can't hurt it can't hurt, can't, can't hurt. Uh, it's available at the google play store and the apple app store um and yeah like i said i just downloaded it on my phone while we were doing the show so like it's a real quick download and uh you know you just uh go in there and allow it to uh to send you notifications and stuff and uh get out there and get safe man they got newfangled apps man we were using ways the other what, day wave like wave yeah, like okay wave. wave the other day and it's like a google map slash you know oh it is ways i'm sorry i thought okay. it was wave i thought I, it was ways yeah. i've been calling it wave what is this wave <laughs> i should have known karen was wrong she's always the one that tanks and i and i do know anyway 
uh we were riding down the street and it was like police one mile ahead i was like fuck man i was Go- like what a police clear out this bitch snitching dog appreciate you it's like let me slow down so yeah I, I i'm like i like this so we're in a new era but yeah legal legal equalizer and i'll read it again uh halfway through the show um all right let's get into oh go ahead yeah. before we get into news let's yeah. let karen before, have a moment before two things i want to say number one i am very selfish about you jl and the only reason why is because i'm like don't quit and i know it's very <laughs> selfish for me to tell you not to quit when i don't have to deal with any of any of the financial burdens but i'm like no right. he's so good please come back you're like like it's an emotional uh as a fan it's an emotional roller coaster Thank you. Because like you're the only person that I listen to, uh, this actually doesn't show by themselves that I like because it's rare that a person can speak by themselves without a co-host. I'm like this shit sucks. So you're entertaining, <laughs> and I also listen, and it's like an emotional roller coaster. You want a few people I can listen to you and be like, God damn it, JL, why would you say that about this woman? And then three seconds later, I'm laughing, and then <laughs> the next show, you talking about Black Lives Matter, and I'm cheering and crying at my desk. It is it is an emotional roller coaster for the fans <laughs> out there listening to JL. If you've never heard, please go check him out as a as a person that really loves him and uh, his work. I'm like, please don't quit, please don't quit, please don't quit. I'm just telling you from my perspective. Yeah, well, that I, feels that that makes me feel very good. So I appreciate that. It's yeah. and it's it's not. It, it's one of those things you just with comedy that I like doing it. I I've got enough stuff for a new album. I'm looking to do a new album this summer, but at the same time, there's that balance of I like creating, but you know, there's that part that I want to create the best stuff I can, and the best way to do that is to be able to do it full time. Right. Because otherwise you're sort of like always exhausted, always almost doing your best, almost financially comfortable, right. but never achieving any of it. And you just sort of feel like if I could just have the time and the money to just be able to do, co- you know, I feel like I'd grow exponentially like, oh, mm-hmm. now I can do, you know, seven hours of comedy related work a day. Right. Now I'm going to get even better and get, and it's, it's, it's a, it's kind of a, weekly frustration of like i'm not where i want to be and i know i could as good as i think i am and as much good stuff as i put out there i I just i want to do more i'd like Mm -hmm. to do more and 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 achieve what i think i could but i appreciate and obviously i've always said this uh your fan base um the joke i put out there is my career would have died a long time ago if not for you guys and your (laughs) fan base if that's a, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like maybe you guys are like keeping me on life support. And we need a court I was like, he will not die. My mom will, my mom will show up and go, no, he said he didn't want any extra life saving measures for his career, and these people are keeping it alive. And then Rod would look at my mom and say, what do you mean these people? And she'd say, oh, I don't mean it like that. And then. Yeah, you have a uh, JL has a do not resuscitate on his career, and I'm just like, like I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, fuck that sign. I'm like the Republicans with Terry Schiavo. Like, yeah. I will fly you down are, there. You are, you are hardcore pro-lifers. I will light vigils outside my podcast. Yes, pictures up. Mm-mm. He will not die, y'all. Listen, uh, but nah, man. You know, uh, we always, uh, I always like. I've been listening to the show forever too, and mm-hmm. I, I, I love it, and. uh you know i even and like i don't always agree with jl Mm -hmm. um 
but i say that in uh in the in the kindest way yes like, in a very loving like way, I'm, yes. I'm always entertained by jl even when i don't agree um me too and sometimes like i'll hit jl up like if i really don't agree and be like hey man what the fuck was this shit you know we'll <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk in the in the in the facebook dms and now i'm and now you've called me the uh the first movie reviewer of breitbart listen jay <laughs> see i study i study jl and i put together jl's movie reviews aren't that far from alt-right movie reviews it's very close like it's like jl's like uh moonlight was good it didn't deserve an oscar and i'm like oh, okay here we go la la land was great la la land you know how we all remember the songs from la la land <laughs> but i came, but i came i came back i i spoke uh about and i know you jumped on it right away when i said you know what i rewatched selma yeah and that movie wasn't just good that was a great movie yeah whereas three I years too late it was very good <laughs> three years yeah, too late like, so, so I, I i acknowledge i acknowledge we, three, so if my, you uh, wait listen if you wait three years jl might give you credit <laughs> on your black art okay so you make some beautiful black art get ready for your belated compliments <laughs> right. to Moonlight. after we don't need them like after oscar so white is done and the cobwebs are all on the, on the picket side jl comes in like you know what the civil rights movement not that bad martin luther king oh he's dead oh he died okay well i wish i got here a little earlier <laughs> i'm waiting for my 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 uh i will see black panther and i'm sure it will be good but you understand that yeah i know there will be a strong temptation for me to come out with some cornell west level takes first, on, of, uh, on that movie. first of all jail decided to be the only black person that hate chadwick boseman so that <laughs> no 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 that, that i do stand by i that know might be good in this because this is fictional right this is fictional so he can do whatever he wants with this but I'm sorry, that Jackie, I still, I will not forgive him for Jackie <laughs> Robinson. Get on up is not necessarily his fault because that whole movie was terrible. Right. That, that wasn't like about him. Right. But he still was associated with a, with a, t- and then, and then Marshall. I can't see Marshall, man. I've been reading too much about Thurgood Marshall to then see, you know, the, 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 the cool, I'll drink at this water fountain. I don't give a fuck. And it's like, no, he was scared. He was brave to do what he did, but he wasn't just going, I'll drink at the White's water fountain. You can fuck off. But no, it, was, it wasn't suicidal. I'm just saying, listen, I, I'm not saying that you're not, that you're not right. I feel like all black people have noticed this. But we have collectively decided that it's cool because fuck yeah, it. We Chad, don't care. Like I actually, I don't know if I ever played this for you. I'll see if I can play it for you. But I made an audio uh, commercial for Black History the movie, and Chadwick Boseman played all the parts. Uh-oh. Oh yeah. Okay. Did I play this for you already? Because I'll I'll stop it if I did. Well, I've heard it. Okay. 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 I'll, I'll stop it. I don't need to play it again. Well, oh, but, you can play it again. That well. <laughs> well, hold on. All right. Well, um, the thing is though uh like i kind of want him to keep going now like it's yes! already started now yeah. just like how far can he take this shit like can he be obama yeah i don't like i don't like he don't have to look like him no. he don't have to talk like him he can just show oh, yeah, up his agent, his agent will get the script like he'll be on the short list for people to play obama yes, yes. oh for sure like i feel like if you are at a obama. this is my <laughs> wife michelle <laughs> Hope, what hope and change I, I feel like if you i feel like if, if you are a black actor and you're trying out for like a biopic 
like say they decide to do the biopic of uh freddie jackson or something and like chris lambert auditions but then chadwick boseman walks in you just get up and walk out uh, yeah what's the point yeah <laughs> he got the role hey hey man come on <laughs> i uh my thing but my and i'm gonna i'm gonna share with the with the fans my my impression of the real jackie robinson followed by my impression of chadwick boseman playing jackie robinson Jackie Robinson kind of kind of sounded like this, and I know this kind of sounds almost like a uh, you know Eddie Murphy doing a white guy voice, but mm-hmm. this is if you watch videos, he was you know kind of had a high pitched voice, was very articulate, and kind of you know I'm just proud to be with the Dodgers. Okay, cut to 42, starring Chadwick Boseman. I play for the Dodgers. <laughs> like, is this an audition for the Dark Knight? What is this? <laughs> that fight, Branch Ricky. Yeah, <laughs> that 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 is the uh huh? that movie is so good because it has the best heteros it has it has the best heterosexual shower scene of all time when that dude goes jackie may i shower with you and they just go in there and have a, a consensual non-pervy man-to-man shower and it's a huge pivotal moment with black history horns playing in the background and then my <laughs> other favorite thing is that they had that one white dude i forget the actor but he was racist in a disney movie and he like went for it which is so it was all in like I, that oh, should Alan, be yes Alan, yes it's a, I, oh my i was laughing i i knew it was serious and it was scary i'm sure for jackie robinson that dude said the n-word about 200 times in like a four minute scene and yes, i just started laughing i was like i can't help it that's too much hey, <laughs> hey but look one is a disney movie right like so disney movies never take it there they always pull up a little bit short like it's like listen you you black coons or you you, you big black blick blick black guys or what like they never want to be fully racist to the kids um like over the jeff sessions nigra yeah yes. like remember remember the titans and how they just kept pulling or like they just act like they just don't like the black people and you're like are these people racist or not because i feel like these white people would have called them a nigger by now by now but in the movie they're always like you boys ain't from around here are you but that dude was straight up while jackie was in the vitamins box like getting ready he's like and nigger 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 swing nigger 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 swing i was like this is the greatest performance i swear to god there should be a separate oscars category for white people who play races in movies because i would love that because they can never really win anything because no. hollywood doesn't want to reward no matter how good a like job you do Django. Yeah, won an award for that. Fastbender in Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, uh, and more importantly, <laughs> Paul Giamatti in Twelve Years a Slave. My sleeper pick that year. because ah, yeah. that motherfucker made me mad. I was, I was legitimately <laughs> mad at Paul Giamatti, like for a couple yeah. movies. So uh, that dude this year, the dude in Detroit. Ah. You know that dude to play the cop. Uh, oh, from from this is the Mil- we are the Millers. Yes. That kid, he should yeah, be. Oh God, he got scary, right? He like, looks like carrot top. <laughs> why isn't there a best races of the year category for? I mean, like, if you want to make a, 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 especially in Hollywood, where you want to, you know, you're trying to be nice, trying to have some diversity, trying to have some inclusion. Well, you know, you can have an all white people award that no one can ever blame you for. Like uh, the, the the races of the year. Once again, this this year goes to another white man. It was like, okay, that's that's fair. Chadwick Boseman as Sheriff David Clark. <laughs> <laughs> no one's seen this coming, folks. 
barack obama yes <laughs> him with a sheriff's hat on and a bunch of fucking medals just barack obama is a disgrace <laughs> <laughs> walking and jingling and shit <laughs> donald trump is getting the african-american vote very slowly ah, <laughs> ah. Uh, yeah i would watch that movie <laughs> one more thing before we move on mm-hmm. i want to say this and, and uh, i um i was going to make well i actually made an oreo ice cream uh pie oreo cookie ice cream pie mm. mint for uh for our christmas dinner at my mom for the christmas yeah and i've and i've done regular oreos but this is the first time i tried mint uh fuck the man or the woman or or whoever whatever sexuality you is dr oreo dr oreo fuck the person whoever invented soft and creamy ice cream Mm. because that shit don't get hard and it does not freeze and i did not know this <laughs> and it's supposed to stay soft so no matter how hard you freeze it it never softens i mean never, never hardens. Never and so <laughs> um my oreo pie turned into like an oreo mint pot pie mm. and i was not <laughs> a happy camper when i broke into it and everything was moving around i was like fuck you whoever invented that should have to turn around and eat all the ice cream desserts that they fucked up all right well, i had to get that off my chest because i was kind of mad well i'll say for- but i feel like that's a good audible is just saying quickly going this is an oreo <laughs> pot pie right. like just it- you, 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 you make it you make it uh make it your own make it work you could have called of, it a lot of food inventions came out of you know mess ups true yeah you could have called it oreo shepherd's pie and we could have all ate it <laughs> and then nobody would have been the wiser but you know you need that ingenuity true um i made ribs and my shit was great it was those ribs were delicious my ribs are so good everybody on cp time ain't get none so blat out (laughs) and the secret ingredient this year a little pumpkin spice (laughs) it definitely did have pumpkin spice in it just a little bit um all right man let's get into the news guys lots of news is happening all right <clears throat> number one at&t uh who gave all their people bonuses because trump passed his uh his tax break for corporate america Big, and rich people beautiful tax plan really we're making so many people rich <laughs> well Sorry. just had to do that no no, no it's fine it's fine perfect. i i picked these articles because i knew you'd be here um <laughs> at any rate uh they fired uh 1400 people after they just hooked everybody up with those uh christmas bonuses MAGA. <laughs> yes so it's not just steel workers who aren't getting uh who aren't getting their jobs mm-hmm. that they were probably letting go right for christmas <clears throat> yep so uh yeah i guess they said listen uh without net neutrality guys we can uh f- afford to let some of you guys go right and uh they just went ahead and uh and and let uh lay people off um yeah without net neutrality and a safety net mm-hmm. so uh it's gonna be interesting because part of the layoffs are seen as a result of a shift in services by at&t away from traditional tv to online streaming and video delivery tools um which you know in the wake of this net neutrality repeal people are really worried about are they going to turn around and do stuff like build netflix for like hey you want your internet service to be fast and your customers to get netflix at the same speed that they've been getting it you need to pay us some extra money it was turn netflix will have to go and raise prices and 
people would you know it, it eventually would trickle back down to customers who you know are going to be very concerned about that stuff so um <clears throat> but yeah uh another another one of those my only uh, thoughts on that yeah oh i'm sorry i was gonna say my only the only thing about the net neutrality and i, I remember i wrote this on facebook where i was like it's it could potentially suck but if facebook had to start charging Mm-hmm. And then people just left Facebook. I'd be like, "Well, that is a positive. I'm going to give, I'm going to give <laughs> oh, yeah. Trump and his douchebag a Jeep pie one point. They get one point. It'll just be, uh, it'll just that be, would be something that would make me smile. <laughs> it'll just be people with money on Facebook, then, right? Just yeah, because I'm not paying. everybody that got money on there still. I, I would, I would pay a little fee for Twitter, but I'm not paying for Facebook. Mm-mm. Um, well, that let's hope none of that happens. Um. Kevin Hart. As far as jobs oh. go, though, under yeah. oh sorry, but I was going to say because you brought up the steel jobs, mm-hmm. that actually is part of my plan. I am, uh, I didn't want to say it, but I'm thinking about moving to uh, West Virginia to take advantage of of the booming coal market. Yeah, yeah, because so, I got to yeah. go where the jobs are. So he promised them lots of jobs, so I want to take advantage of that. And hopefully, you know, he'll deregulate all the safety stuff that's been keeping people alive. Because I mean. You don't want to get in the way of mining all that coal and shit, you know, the future. Yeah, at 6-7, the, 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 the cave would hit me first when it collapses. <laughs> you literally be the canary in the cave, mine, in the, coal, in the cave. <laughs> They'd be like, JL just died. We've got 30 seconds to get out of here before the ceiling hits us. <laughs> uh, Kevin Hart admits that he's guilty of cheating on his pregnant wife, and it was oh, not shit. it was not the finest hour of my life, he says no shit sir yeah he said i'm guilty regardless Still funnier than his last two specials oh oh but it's not but i did love him in the jumanji. jumanji it ain't as funny as jumanji he killed jumanji jumanji is fantastic and yes. I, i've never crapped on kevin hart in in acting i've always found him kind of fun and charismatic and, and funny i just hate his stand-up mm. but yeah jumanji jumanji was <clears throat> I would nominate that for best picture. I know that sounds crazy, but that is one of my favorite movies of the year. Yeah, they, I, they I, nailed it. I really enjoyed that movie. I think um, it's uh, me and Chris. My man Chris is talking about it, and it might be the only good video game movie. Yeah, most of them are suck. It's essentially a video game movie we, that actually didn't suck. We've seen what is it, Mortal Kombat. We've seen um, Doom. Doom. Assassin's Creed was trash. Yes. Street. Street Fighter with Van Damme oh, wasn't good. We so bad. <laughs> so bad. And we seen Rest a lot of these in the movie theaters. Rest in peace, Raul Julia, though. Yeah, it, it was. I yeah. think, was it Mortal Kombat? One of them was so bad. Me and Roger actually sat and started counting the people that was yeah. leaving. Oh, I it was. Oh, shit. What is this? More. Stop this. Okay. It was Street Fighter, um, the legend. I thought that was somebody like a neighbor yelling about <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Right. <laughs> right. I hated it, too. <laughs> Uh, it was a uh, Street Fighter. The Legend of Chun Li was the one. That's what it was. It was so bad. We watched people walk out of the theater we and we started counting. counting. Like it, everyone made it like Resident thirty minutes Evil in. Resident Evil was terrible. Yep. Like, and I love Resident Evil is like one of my five favorite games ever. Like based on the system it was on. Yeah. And I went to see that opening weekend. And I was like, please don't suck, please. And it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and then they made like four more. I know. Yeah, we, we were seeing them because I, you know, I uh, think we stopped, but we had seen no. I've them. seen them all. I have an affinity for impossible okay. white man movies. Somewhere I checked that. I don't know what. You and mean. apparently, whoever directed this never saw uh, or played the video game. No, 
because that's that's not what those games are but the fucking movie's just mila jovovich just flipping around dual wielding like uzis and fucking running up the side of buildings and shit and i was like yeah i can watch this for two hours and 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 laugh but but yeah it's not good at mm-hmm. no point was i ever walking out of there like holy shit what a movie like i always walked out of there like what a trash heap i can't believe they keep making these um <clears throat> at any rate he was promoting his uh new movie jumanji welcome to the jungle and he said i'm guilty regardless of how it happened and what was involved the shit that i can't talk about i'm guilty i'm wrong um so yeah he made headlines uh because someone tried to extort him with a sexually provocative tape um and but at the same time um it came out that like he may have been incapacitated like maybe even drugged up or Mm -hmm. something um and so it got kind of murky it wasn't as simple as just oh he got caught cheating it was like what what are the legal implications of some a celebrity being passed out and you being like i'm about to fuck him and then take pictures of it and blackmail him like right that seems pretty fucking illegal like four and because he's like four seven it's more believable Whereas if it was like Terry Crews, you'd be like, oh, please, you could have like had been half drugged and like run out of the room and like choke slam somebody. But Kevin Hart, they're like, you're a baby. Like, right. You could be incapacitated and taken <clears throat> advantage of. Yep. Paris uh, has since given birth to their now three week old son. That's his wife, Kenzo Cash. Uh, he said, you don't plan to fuck up. <clears throat> you fuck up. Then you go, oh, shit, I fucked up. I'm going I'm going to go home. I'm going to address it. I'm going to make my wife fully aware of what's going on with the situation that i have now putting us put us in and i'm hoping that she has a heart to where she can forgive me and understand that this is not going to be a recurring thing and allow me to recover from my fucking massive mistake that's what i'm trying to do only as a man but not only as a man but with it within it teach a lesson to my son um yeah it's weird because like he cheated on his other wife so you know yeah, i'm, I'm she, sure she began, tori hart somewhere like yeah <laughs> that's gonna be her next comedy skit right <clears throat> so yeah um he says when people try to put that shit on aniko like calling her a home wrecker that got under my skin i had to breathe the title that title was put on her by my ex out of anger or what um yeah so he's he's in the mix man i guess you know the thing is you get caught cheating like that whatever happened you know um the same people that that root for you on the way up gonna shit on you on the way down ain't gonna make jokes but that dude's still making money still gonna be one of the top grossing stars every year every year dog so he'll be fine but uh yeah he apologized to his wife predicted vice president under president (laughs) rock yes listen okay listen i'm not i'm not enthusiastic about the prompt the print the idea of the rock trying to run for president i don't want him to but if he did and and kevin hart gets passed over for vp the rock ain't shit that's all i'm saying <laughs> like it's zero he should not get any of the black vote if he don't pick kevin hart for vp because those two motherfuckers adorable together and they, they will make me I, like i don't even want to see them in debates because you know they're gonna win them <laughs> like, <laughs> like if trump was quote-unquote winning debates these motherfuckers gonna be way more funny and ignorant than those than they than those politicians <laughs> i feel like i legitimately feel like trump if we go from trump to the rock we are that is the missing link from how they got to um um what's the name of that movie of idiocracy that is the missing link 
like <laughs> next after that is terry cruz and we that they were fucking in idiocracy dog <laughs> yeah so because people will somehow that's the danger is that and we've discussed this before but that's the danger of trump is that anybody who's just decent at being a person will be like well they well they're presidential mm-hmm. and it's like no what do you the lesson from this is pick somebody who can do the job, somebody with experience. That's the lesson. Mm-hmm. Well, the two lessons are a lot of America is dumb and racist, and we need a person who can do the job. Those are the two lessons. Getting rid of the first lesson of like, hey, America's dumb and racist, you still can end up with somebody who is completely unequipped or ill-equipped for the job. Yeah. We're... And I hate that The Rock actually right. going, I'm, he has like said, I am considering it. Mm-hmm. What? That that makes me lose a little bit of respect for him because, you know, part of being aware and having intelligence is knowing what you can't do. Right. And like, no, dude, you can't be president. Right. At least Arnold went and and to be fair, Arnold Schwarzenegger still governed one of the biggest states in the country and like one of the biggest economies in the world and did wasn't particularly great. Right. But like. Even he was like active in politics, married to a Kennedy. Like he he was into that world for I'm, a long time. I'm now and the Rock is just like <laughs> I'm trying to picture this this motherfucker in a, in a fucking big ass suit next to like a regular sized human being running for president. Like it's just gonna look crazy. It's, it's not even gonna look uh, right. You know, a Rock gonna do his move on the video game. Where he just looks and stares, and you just hear music playing. I think he's gonna go all the way back to original Rock and just like when they get asked the debate question, he's gonna be like, "Shut your it mouth!" It doesn't and, matter what you yeah, think, right? Yes. What are you planning to do you about, know about what? You want to know about my stance on abortion? <laughs> Here's what I think: you should get the hell out of here. That's my version of an abortion. We're gonna abort the Trump presidency if you smell <laughs> what the Rock is cooking how can you not vote for that right how can you not vote for that i don't want him to do it because i know my weaknesses yes don't do it just for the country's sake the rock can't run because it don't matter what the fuck he says we all gonna want president the rock all his debates is gonna be in a wrestling ring i and everybody gonna come down like they're doing wrestling with all their outfits and belts and shit i'm here for this Oh no, I'm not. He gonna yes. You don't even know what his policies are. Do I got to know? See, this is how it happens. This is how it happens. And all these black people <laughs> on the sudden Listen, I'll tell you what, he'll be the first Republican presidential candidate to get half the black woman vote. I know that much. I know that much. Right now all these black women are clapping themselves on the back like, ooh, girl, ninety seven percent. We don't fuck with the Republicans. We always go for the Democrats. We saving these people from themselves let it be the rock <laughs> these motherfuckers gonna go 60 40 for the rock on the republican ticket and i'm about to i'm just gonna be walking around the world looking at black women like for real sis for real we doing this but and he they, was so shiny right he showed up showed up greased up randolph terrence's head will just explode <laughs> yeah. that'll be the end of randolph <laughs> but i like, did you see his pecs flex oh hell oh my god <laughs> i just happen to believe in personal responsibility i think you're trying to get me to you're trying to get a head start on conservative rock (laughs) 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 
I can't. I don't need you this. like welfare. Is that what you want? You want welfare checks? <laughs> you want a handout? <laughs> the food stamp right in your face. <laughs> His new move will be the food stamp. <laughs> Oh, cause he, I can't think of any Democrat that, that could beat him in a debate as is. So it's like, it's, you know what I mean? Joe Biden, yeah. Bernie Sanders, all them gonna look whack as fuck compared to The Rock, man. Yes. I don't need this He's in my life. have his own theme music. I am here for it. See, Karen already, Karen already excited about it. This is terrible. Joe Biden and his candidate, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes! <laughs> 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 and if you think The Rock is going to stop Kim Jong-un, you got another thing coming. <laughs> the Rock, you think, hey, look, you think Donald Trump comes up with nicknames, okay? Oh, wow. The Rock going to be calling him shit like Grandpa Joe instead of Uncle Joe. <laughs> like, he, like, he's, he's going to, man, I can't take I don't want it. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right but that is by yeah. the way as i get it as i as i continue to work my way back into shape preparing for like a 2018 video series as gop republican <laughs> the rock videos <laughs> i am gonna start coming the, I, I think the first thing i need to note down is the food stamp mm-hmm. as his as his new rock bottom <laughs> 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 yeah we gotta uh see if you can get a, a cowboy hat and see if you can get uh Randolph Terrence to play uh, Sheriff uh, David Clark. David Clark. That's <laughs> <laughs> running mate. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Blue lives matter. <laughs> Shut up, angry hootie. <laughs> oh man. Please don't. If you listen to this, if you ever hear, if somebody can get this podcast to the rock, please tell. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, the world, he has so much power right now. Yes, he does. And, and it would be so irresponsible to use it to run for president. It's just not okay. I hope he. It, it, listen, I promise I will watch another season of Ballers if you just don't. <laughs> if you just don't do this, bro. Okay? I will watch Ballers. I won't even complain. Just- do you think just to prove how hard a worker he is, he'd maintain, he'd like film three movies and a TV show each year as president? Yes. yes. You know he the would. President, the president is traveling to uh, Canada this week to film uh, some scenes for Fast and the Furious 9. But he'll yes! be back to negotiate treaties later in the month. All his movies will start having references to, his pre- to being president and shit. Yeah, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it, man. Uh, I, yeah, he would be, he'd be talking about vote, vote, vote yes on prop eight. Right. He just be, he'd be like, uh, I'm the chief of staff. You're like, that, that line has nothing to do with what's happening in Fast and Furious right now, Rock. Put it in there, print it, let's go. Like, fuck <laughs> that shit. And then, you know, he'd be like, um, doing that reality show he does where he like turns losers into winners and shit. He'd still be doing that kind of stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know. Oh, could you imagine him turning, looking at his staff and trying to make them winners? yeah oh that'd be a whole show i don't want this anyway um <laughs> matter of fact uh T- <laughs> rapper ti you guys know him yes we do uh rapper ti yep. helps single moms buy christmas presents oh that's sweet yeah yeah people are complicated yeah uh ti ain't one note 
he surprised single moms in the atlanta area target when he announced that oh these might have been white women then i don't know target mm. <laughs> uh anyway he announced that he would take care of christmas shopping list on sunday he posted a video on instagram that showed him brightening up shoppers holiday weekends in the clip ti entered the store and calls all single moms meet me in the back uh <laughs> if a rapper shows up to a store <laughs> all single mom i'll be like i don't know do i actually want to make this trip right i'm gonna need some uh who else is gonna be back here okay me tag me too i'm I'm worried about the environment right now uh yeah uh as shoppers follow him with this uh card sounds like how forrest gump got into school yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah he gonna get all the a's now uh the rapper proceeded (laughs) um... uh the rapper proceeded to spend twenty thousand dollars in 30 minutes he wrote on Instagram in a video. Moss can be heard thanking him for generosity as he helps them scan their items. He wrote on Instagram, wish I could have came earlier, stayed longer, and done more for more people. But he said he needed to catch a flight. He also added, to those who missed this holiday shopping bonanza, bonanza, I'll catch up with you next year. Good for him and all those moms and kids that got they got Christmas gifts this year. Right. Um, that was nice of him. Um, CBS. You think the, some moms oh. lied? You think so? Oh, yeah, I would have been up there. I'm a single, I'm a single father, okay? And, uh, <laughs> I really need, my kids only love PlayStations and Xboxes, and I just need to get them five each. Uh, so, <laughs> T.I., if you could just, uh, just what I gotta do, okay? My, if my kid need A's too, okay? Um, nah, I'm surprised that didn't happen. Um, speaking of which, CBS Diversity Comedy Showcase head Fern Orenstein is no longer leading the controversial program. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why is it controversial? I don't know, but it has some of JL's favorite words in it. Diversity, comedy, and showcase. <laughs> a month after publishing a story describing a toxic work environment at CBS Diversity Comedy Showcase, a workshop for straight and LGBTQ writers, actors from marginalized communities, women, and those with disabilities, Vulture has learned a second program head is no longer with the showcase. Fern Ornstein who had been the showrunners, uh, the showcase's producer, uh, casting and casting director since it was created 13 years ago, is still employed at CBS as the network's vice president of casting, where she has spearheaded hundreds of actors, showcases, and workshops as part of CBS's Diversity Institute since 1999. But <clears throat> she's not co-heading the Diversity Comedy Showcase anymore, and CBS won't say if the network asked her to step down or if she volunteered to go. Oh, that's never good. She led the program with Rick Nahara, uh who or is it najera anyway who resigned in october after cbs investigated sexual harassment complaints against him oh oh a dick brought it down as always as always somebody couldn't couldn't go to work without trying to touch people uh he also worked at the uh, program since his inception and in october 27 press release he said he was heartbroken and, conf- and confounded by deliberate and cruel defamations <clears throat> you know bitches be lying as they say Several showcase, <laughs> several showcase participants told Vulture that Orenstein never returned to the showcase after Nahara left and the Vulture article was published. <clears throat> Nahara's, or Nahara's, I don't know. Oh, I think it is Nahara. Anyway. Exit. Like Eduardo Nahara, that former Mexican uh, NBA player. That's where I'm getting it from. <clears throat> he exited, highlighted, his exit highlighted problems that were commonly known in LA's comedy circles, according to those who spoke to Vulture. 
drawn to the program's potential career and networking opportunities participants said they were disappointed when they were routinely asked to write or perform reductive sketches that tokenize people of colors gays and women oh well that's diversity on that level you know hey we want some diversity get some black people in these sketches okay so who's my character uh shanae jenkins um <clears throat> in this scene as a black woman you should be angry okay you're gonna have a lot of attitude ah! can you sass it up a little more listen this is diversity i mean work. can you head roll right <clears throat> uh a week after he resigned cbs hired actor steven garino uh from i'm dying up here and grace para from the nightly show who uh performed in the showcase of 2011 2013 respectively as his new co-directors a move that paved the way for for more collaboration and inclusivity in the basement soundstage where they work according to a handful of participants who spoke to vulture it feels like it was a good move it was a necessary hire said a writer in this year's program who asked to remain anonymous the new directors are promoting a different culture it just seems like they have they have the right intentions well yeah i guess the intentions isn't to like grab people by the pussy and shit come on that uh that would be a start uh, <laughs> chris eckert one of the year's two head writers described feeling like he was at wake at awake in the days after uh naira left the, the program since then it's almost like there's been a volcano and the greenery has begun to grow uh said eckert who performed in the 2017 showcase seriously i think it's grown into a really awesome experience to be selected for the showcase actors undergo rigorous auditions and callbacks and writers are interviewed to submit sketch packets the group of 80 to 100 who make it into the programs expected to write and rehearse daily into the show sketches and final performers are selected five months of work Ooh. which culminate in six days of shows next month at el portal theater in los angeles man you ever tried to submit for this one uh jl i never know i mean <clears throat> i've only i never hear about these things until they're like somebody says hey i got selected for this and i'm like huh mm. when was that when was that submission like i have a guy who has passed on to me a couple of openings at just shows not like showcases or things like this um and obviously i haven't gotten them so uh yeah i'm always open for this kind of stuff but i i do sometimes get the feeling like if i were to show up at one of these things Mm -hmm. they'd be like huh your background and your writing indicates diversity but i'm not sure we can pitch italian adam sandler to our uh, executives as part of a diversity initiative you gotta show up in blackface man you gotta oh no oh no is it racist and say no you don't get it you don't get it i had to do this but but it's okay right no it's not offensive i am black this is this is fine like no 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 sir we can't put you on tv uh nope (laughs) we'll get jv smooth instead i'm sorry sir you just Ah! same, same lane of comedy to us uh, um, uh, one day they're gonna. Di- one day someone's gonna discover that video where I did my impression <laughs> of Baby Smooth and just be like, "This is wrong." Like I'd... I'll be up for an Oscar for best screenplay, and then that'll come out, and they'll be like, "We cannot give this." And then I'll have to do the talk shows. They're like, "You don't get it." I... My father was black, but more importantly, this was more Robert Downey Jr. Tropic Thunder, where it was prosthetics <laughs> and professional makeup. This was not me going quick shoe polish i gotta do jb smooth i i legitimately tried to help jl by pretending to be upset at one point on twitter i was just like oh my god who the fuck is this this is so racist everybody come look at this 
and then nobody bit i don't know nobody like, bit it's like everybody knew like no that's pretty good that's a pretty good jv smooth yeah, and then yeah. that was that was that was the end of it <laughs> you're terrible at fake outrage yeah i tried though i tried um but yeah at any rate man it sounds like this dude's dick brought this whole program to a screeching halt um but one of the things i do like about it is that they went and found some other people and kept it going uh and her bowing out that sucks to wonder if it does if who knows why she bowed out right maybe she feels some type of loyalty to that dude maybe she's as much a victim as everybody else i don't know but i'm glad like i think the lesson that can be learned from all the stuff with uh these dudes getting caught doing all this fucked up shit is that you don't have to shut everything down no you don't shit can keep moving like that's been the reaction for a long time is just oh what are we gonna do without this talented person anymore and it's like i don't know there are other talented people there are a lot of talented people that never get a fucking look at right and these dudes and because of the way we treat these dudes they abuse their power because they do feel like nothing's gonna happen to them and so like is that a bad lesson to learn from this don't fucking harass people at work like I don't, I don't understand why people act like you know that's such a crazy yeah. idea you know yeah i mean m- maybe it's just me i you know i thought it was just common sense to not put your dick out at work but obviously that is not common you're on the cutting edge right you know who who knows you no know, maybe i was the only one who paid attention to them 1980 old-fashioned <laughs> vhs black and white videotapes that they make everybody watch that's, that's part of the thing that's so weird because like you know some of these uh industries aren't like office job industries that's right? true they're very, all of them not, not very not, non-traditional yeah but 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 here's the thing though i'm not saying that's not an excuse no it's not it's just interesting because they're actually like i've had a job at mcdonald's and we had to watch the sexual harassment video yes sir and like all this shit was in the video <laughs> like like right. these aren't even complicated schemes it's all like you can't be like you want some overtime hours maybe if you suck my dick hey you want this promotion yeah, yeah, and somebody- let me touch them titties like they literally like tit for tat that is what that is don't do that queer pro quo don't do that right and then somebody else will show up this is not what well, you don't do these things right is it okay to grab her ass or wrong to grab her ass and eh, wrong he chose the wrong <laughs> yes! thing for five dollars and 35 cents an hour i learned that lesson motherfuckers be industry like titans and they're like what you mean i can't pull my dick out and jack off on a couple people for real are y'all wow i guess i read the signs wrong i just woo. you know how you get confused sometimes you pull your dick out right guys nope okay just Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. chicago salvation army is looking into cashless kettles oh you can do like your your your, uh uh, apple pay or your debit card or your Mm -hmm. samsung pay Mm -hmm. that's actually smart cashless kettle cashless (laughs) kettles this is literally my worst nightmare. Nah! This is the only excuse I have I right now. I got cashless vending machines, and I stay away from that vending machine. No, I say it's my worst nightmare because this is my, I can do the, I don't got no cash. Uh, you know how it is. Ah. And just keep walking. But if that excuse goes away, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Look these people in the eyes and say, I do have the money, and I'm not going to give it to you. Sorry, uh, people that Salvation Army helps out. That doesn't feel right. Mm-mm. Are they anti-gay? I didn't know they were anti-gay 
oh they is, is salvation army anti-gay that's what i'm i see somebody in the that is a good excuse for me not have, to give them my money have a don't ask don't tell if you want to enlist in the salvation army it's a don't <laughs> ask, don't tell bill clinton passed it guys oh. and uh yeah i didn't and i blame know. hillary yes it is <laughs> i want to see her it was in those emails that's what was in there yeah it was lock <laughs> her up um you know speaking of which this is a great time to talk about it um jl covan don't like the last jedi i know i thought this might come up i know i was so disappointed in you we were doing so good didn't we almost have it all them all right Uh, all right movie reviews well what i'll say um is i enjoyed the force awakens Mm -hmm. i loved rogue one i thought rogue one was by far the best like i thought rogue one belongs right there with the original three in terms of quality i thought that was excellent Mm -hmm. so i was excited like this one i was like all right let's do it last jedi like i didn't go in kind of with the you know me i'm not coming in there with the uh the nerd credentials where i needed to adhere to a certain vision Mm -hmm. i just want a good movie and i went in i would say probably with good expectations but because they'd earned them like I liked Force Awakens, loved Rogue One, and I just kind of just didn't enjoy the movie uh, except for some of the Skywalker stuff at the end. Mm. I, I really found myself not enjoying it for the most part. I'm sorry. I I, I mean I, I I've been thinking about the movie a lot. We went and saw it twice. Yes, we did. Uh, second time I cried when I saw it because it was so good. Um, and I gotta say, man, I think the dear brother JL is mistaken. <laughs> i think your uh neoliberal movie analysis of the galactic imperial wars uh is is all base okay your pessimism is unfounded brother brother, brother, JL, brother oh god cornell west <laughs> is so annoying uh, <laughs> by the way this just in i be sorry to interrupt but i just got a tweet um there's a new movie come Coates Coates versus West and both roles are being played by Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> I will watch this. Okay, sorry. Dear brother. Where do I get my tickets? Dear brother Coates is mistaken with his <laughs> neoliberal analysis. Um <laughs> You know it's so funny cuz Coates don't be even, very vocabulous. Coates don't even go back at him really. <laughs> Coates just be like here's the work that i did that is the opposite of what he said y'all have a good night uh-huh and you know what it would be funny to see the promotion for this would you like to see academia beef <laughs> would you like to see something so vocabulous you won't know what to do with it in a world where there can only be one black academic right just one <laughs> just one two minds come Bam. together <laughs> black academic Coach. highlander west Yes! <laughs> Word off. <laughs> Chadwick Bozeman is Tanahasi Coates. And Chadwick Bozeman is <laughs> Cornell West. Um, but yeah, I, the, co starring Chadwick Bozeman as Eric Michael Dyson. Yeah, my, yes! yeah, Michael Eric Dyson, yes. Michael Eric Dyson. Yeah. I always do that. As Michael a great, as a great scholar said, uh, the lyrical Tupac analysis of this would be, <laughs> keep your head up, okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, I just think that would be, uh, but anyway, back to the point. <laughs> the Last Jedi, I realized after watching it, the reason I think JL doesn't like it 
because the theme of the movie <laughs> the entire theme of that fucking movie is if these men would just listen to these women they would have been fine they would have been just fine the whole fucking movie is just men being like shut up bitch we got it and fucking up and and the whole and they, the resistance keep losing shit because they just keep being like uh nice try but i'm gonna just do it myself they literally have a moment where it's like lock her up uh <laughs> from one of that's the bernie what, that's that's what poe said lock this right. bitch up from the bernie bro the bernie bernie poe as i like to call him <laughs> He literally like like i was like i was really uh i like i even missed a couple because of moments because i was like nah that couldn't be what it is but um talking to people about it today they was like yeah did you notice like poe said this thing about this character because he she was a woman and i was of like course. i was like for real i yes, missed that he's been sexist right i was like holy shit like these niggas was the good guys and yet somehow they ended up sabotaging what would be the resistance against the most evil that the that the galaxy's ever faced because they couldn't trust the women that were leading them. And Where have I heard this before? Right. And <laughs> he didn't like her because in, you know, her very nice white language, she looked at him like, Nigga, I seen you before. You come over here, you pull your dick out, you wave your balls, and you just expect me to bow down. You need to go did didn't you just get demoted demoted yeah. like didn't, she was, didn't you just get she, demoted she was legitimately like i don't have to tell you what i'm doing because i'm in charge and you don't need to know like you've been fucking up and he was like nah you have to tell me because i want to know and i'm a man nigga and she was like okay then <laughs> okay you know what i mean finn got saved by a woman was gonna throw his life away for some dumb shit like it was just it was a lot of right she had to cause a wreck right luke wouldn't come wouldn't come alone right wouldn't listen to a woman he's like you don't know what you're talking about and she was like listen i know what the fuck i'm talking about and he was like mm, i'm just gonna stay here the whole fucking movie is just a bunch of dudes being like the good dudes i ain't gonna listen to that shit you know what i mean it, even after uh ray turned out to be right about kylo's future and shit what he do immediately went back to like bitch your parents ain't nobody you ain't nobody just come join me <laughs> i should be in charge i'm like god damn every dude wanted the to just be in charge the pimp hand is strong in him <laughs> right <laughs> oh my god it was so yeah after i you know thought of it that way i said you know what jail won't like this because women being right that's just like antithetical to everything <laughs> except for I'm hillary mouthy women and a bunch of jedi cucks <laughs> i did i did think several times during the second viewing they should have called him general cucks because that dude got beat up so many times in that fucking movie and he was supposed to be the main leader of the alt-right um which which another thing i noticed not a lot of brothers in the management position at the alt-right not a lot of diversity mm, no Mm-mm. <laughs> apparently the first order does not believe in diversity hires no they don't affirmative action Mm-mm. the I one mean, brother was working as a janitor yeah but so now that you mopping and sweeping <laughs> right like uh I, I well played george lucas and disney i see what y'all saying i get i'm picking up what y'all putting down um but yeah that was the only thing missing was uh i'll tell you it just it reminds me of a new bit that i'm doing i'll probably post a youtube clip in a couple of weeks but mm. It's not related to Jedi's, but it is a movie thing. I watched Air Bud for the first time ah. recently. A terrible movie. Yeah, yeah. it's a movie like But I like basketball and I like Golden Retrievers, so I was like, I got to watch this. Ah. And the funniest thing is they fire the coach. It's like an eighth-grade basketball team. They fire the coach, chubby white guy. 
fire him and they need a coach. And the main kid goes, our janitor used to play for the Knicks. And I'm like, wait a second. The black janitor used to be an NBA all-star with the Knicks. He's your second choice for eighth grade basketball coach <laughs> from regular white dude with a gut. Right. And I was like, and they're like, let's give him a shot. <laughs> Patrick, Ewing, Patrick Ewing is cleaning our toilets. Maybe we can have him coach the suburban eighth grade basketball team. And this dog. <laughs> and the dog yeah. right and the dog got a spot on the team before the black guy got to coach the team oh, <laughs> oh. Ooh, that's a good add-on that's a good add-on <laughs> right right no problem he should have he should have benched the dog changed ruined the whole movie yeah like well there's a fucking dog out here no wonder we're losing i mean you don't got no thumbs what's happening here right. <laughs> That's if Coach Carter showed up. If Coach Carter showed up to coach the team. Right. I said run a motherfucking sprint. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say eat a treat? Uh, all right, guys. It's time to play our segment. It's time to do our segments. The first of which, being a little segment like called fucking with black people. Yeah, let me play the song. <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We play different articles uh, that fuck with us, and we assign point scores from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody, yay! <clears throat> Let's see who is up for today. How about this one? A right-wing tabloid is slammed for using racist dog whistle in story about Prince Harry marrying biracial actress. Everybody knows Meghan Markle is uh, marrying Prince Harry. It's the uh, biggest news in, in white in the white world and some of black world. Yes, it is. Uh, at any rate, they're going to give birth to Royal Blake Griffins. <laughs> right. I am here for it. All right. Um, <laughs> A right-wing tabloid in the United Kingdom is facing criticism after they published a headline uh, describing uh, writer Sarah's, Sarah Vine, who's the person who wrote the article, mm -hmm. as having a niggling worry about Prince Harry marrying biracial actress Meghan Markle. Yes, they joyfully in love, reads the headline in Vine's front-page story in the Daily Mail. So why do I have a niggling worry about this engagement picture? does it mean something now that i don't the word niggling in itself is not racist as defined by a persistent discomfort or concern however it's also very close uh to the word niggling with one g which is a slur used by white supremacists to disparage black children ah okay um so yeah a lot of people thought that that was racist yes zero to a hundred karen a hundred one g two g's it all the same to me all right all right jail I'm going to go 75. All right. Uh, I will go. Hmm. I got to give it a hundred. Cause I got to leave something. I got to leave a little bit, just a little bit yeah. benefit of the, like not benefit of the doubt, but just, 
I can't. I just can't go the full hundred on yeah. it. But I, I go a majority at seventy five. Yeah, I'm giving it a hundred, but mostly because it's the Daily Mail, and I, I really think they would have done it on purpose. Like they just have a back record. Ah, uh, uh, right. okay. Like I think it's almost like remember when, <laughs> remember when the ESPN had that time where they, they called they said uh, Jeremy Lin, Jeremy Lin finally shows a chink in the armor. And oh. everybody like they end up laying some people off or no that yeah. I think they maybe someone got fired or suspended or something for like two weeks. But yeah. but I was like and people were being like, Well, plausible deniability, you don't know. It is a phrase people use, da da da. And I'm like, Okay, I get you. But are we gonna skip the other two weeks of headlines about Jeremy Lynn that use a lot of Asian references until they got to this one like it was a lot of like you know uh jeremy lynn uh new york Knicks catch yellow fever right yeah right there's a whole lot of like you know lot just a lot of weird kind of like y'all don't normally talk about basketball this way uh but uh yeah so i I thought they just got a little out of control so yeah it's a slippery slope for the knicks (laughs) since uh, lynn got injured right (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was but it was a lot of like you know a lot of a lot of lot of bad well, we, I'll t- can i can i tell you one other example that's very similar to this and mm-hmm. it was in I, it was either baltimore or dc i think it was dc but several years ago where like either a somebody in government was making a speech it might have been a police like a somebody high up in the police used the word niggardly which means mm. cheap right but it was just like and the guy apologized and was like uh I shouldn't, but like, but it was just kind of like, who even? I know it's a word, right. but who even uses niggardly in public? Like, if I'm reading a book by Charles Dickens, I'll right. be like, oh, niggardly. Let me look that. Oh, it means cheap. <laughs> right. That's what he meant. But right. like in 2009, right? Who's dusting off their monocle and going, <laughs> ah! the budget for the city is very niggardly? <laughs> yeah, I I remember ah! when. Uh, I remember when we were kids, um, and I can't remember what book it was, but we were in like fifth or sixth grade, and there was like a, uh, where it's like, uh, it was a faggot of sticks or something, and it, and it means like a, a pile of wood or something. Like okay, it has. Okay, because I was about to say, what are these sticks doing to each other? Right, well, it has another meaning. Like it doesn't mean, it's nothing sexual about that meaning. Oh, okay. And, but, but I remember everyone in the, like, we're only like, we're only in fifth or sixth grade. Right. But I remember everyone like laughing and everyone trying to like make jokes about it and right. all of a sudden people were outside yeah, of the class. Now. Right. <laughs> Cause you know, they're, one, we're kids, I'm, I'm, it's very immature, it's very, we're very not ready for I that. I mean, those sticks can live whatever life they choose to, I don't judge. Well listen, the point being that, um, that, we knew then you know what i mean and i've never heard anyone use that word that way outside of that moment like I know. never like my dad's never oh go to the uh, a bundle of sticks or twigs bound together as fuel that's what it means nope my dad's never oh go chop up some wood in the back like never and yet somehow in this moment <laughs> it was used that way so yes if in 2017 a fucking police officer or a, a pastor in a church or something use it in that way i'm still gonna be looking at you sideways like but what why would 
how is that that's not in our lexicon anymore what are you using it that way for ah that that that's true but i would i would love to see a group of sticks just group up together and just have a party and somebody calls them that no i don't want to see that at all because that's just <laughs> nothing but homophobic and you shouldn't want to see that either um at any rate uh back to i am terrible you are you are don't write me y'all write karen (laughs) that's y'all's fave that's y'all's fave but they're gonna write you saying that you said it no they're not uh papa john's founder out as ceo after his nl comments good yeah he said that um he'll step down as ceo next month uh about two months after he publicly criticized nfl leadership over national anthem protests by uh football players comments for which the company later apologized uh schnatter will be replaced as chief uh chief executive by chief operating officer steve ritchie january 1st the company has announced um yeah they lost a lot of money uh after he said that shit right because i love papa john's i know people you know feel certain ways but we used to get it a lot we're like what you want papa john's and since he made that comment i have we have not ordered papa john's since at like i know that they lost a lot of money off of us yeah and i hate papa john so it's nothing but improve my life (laughs) i don't know why you like that pizza what's what's funny about that is that that goes to show because everybody you know the trumps of the world love to say nfl ratings are down that means everybody who's not watching is upset over anthem protests as if there aren't people like myself who just decided to take a pass on the season for the exact opposite reason right and the papa john's thing proves that you know if 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 it was all about making the alt-right happy papa john's would be the biggest brand in america now Mm -hmm. but obviously it's the opposite it's that a lot of people who enjoy football were offended by his comments and were like eh, fuck your pizza yep yeah that and people that were neutral and that did actually didn't gave didn't give a fuck he made them give a fuck it was like well fuck you and your pizza then the shares of papa john's are down about 13 percent since the day before the comments were made reducing the value of his stake in the company by 84 million dollars 84 million yeah he owns nine and a half million shares of papa john's um his total stake is uh valued at more than 560 million um the the company stock is down 30 percent since the beginning of the year and it's maybe other reasons oh i know why we all know why uber eats you know what yeah you know and, and and not to get off topic oh here we go get on off topic i didn't realize this <laughs> um we've never used uber eats but everywhere we go mcdonald's burger king like everywhere it's like a uber eats now so whenever you go to a restaurant i kept seeing keep seeing these uber eats so now just about anything you can eat you can basically go online and order it and normally pizza was about the only thing you know i mean it's other things but pizza is normally when you go right. what what would deliver at 11 o'clock at night is pizza but mm. now i can do uber eats and they can come straight to my house so yeah i have a more of a variety of choices to eat from i never really thought about that but that makes sense even the sushi mm-hmm. place is the uber eats place yeah i i mean i think um and then you also have like yelp allows you to order stuff right. now like it's just it's just a lot of ways to get food that isn't shitty pizza so like it's probably a lot better quality food i mean i'm not saying i mean it's not like motherfuckers was mad about the protest in january like like that much you know what i mean like this shit really uh kind of peaked uh going into this season like i think people just stop eating your shitty pizza dude and you you freaked out trying to impress jerry jones 
Yeah, who don't give a fuck about the ingredients? All lives matter. Papa John. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. So, uh, and and he's not. I mean, he's not leaving the company or anything. He's just gonna stop being the CEO. Uh, I wonder if he'll stop being in commercials. Yes, yes, yes. I think he will because Mm -hmm. I think he will because a lot of the commercials I've been seeing recently are just food. Just narrator mm. and food, not not him doing his. Even Peyton Manning uh, don't want to be even pitch. Even Peyton Manning don't want to be in no commercials. Mm-mm. Or if you do, you see Peyton Manning alone. You won't see him. He ain't got. I him. mean, he ain't got nothing better to do. He could be in no commercials right now. For some reason, he ain't in these commercials right now. I wonder what's going on with him. No, maybe they ain't chopped no new ones up yet. Maybe, maybe. Peyton Manning might be a secret Republican. Just saying. Uh, all right. Secret Republican. I feel like Peyton, did you say Peyton Manning might be? <laughs> yeah, a, I yeah, feel yeah. Like he's definitely a Republican. Oh, uh, yeah, but you know he don't talk about it. Is what I'm saying. He's on that. He's on that. Tom Brady. Derek. I'm convinced Derek Jeter is a Republican. I think Derek Jeter voted for Trump. That's mm-hmm. good. Derek Jeter is gonna be is is my campaign. Like I'm on the long game with him. Like I'm convinced he's the next OJ. To be honest, mm. but. I just want that on record. So like 15 years from now, people are going through the archives and they'll be like, Hey, this comedian predicted it. Jeter is a monster. I'm so. not a, I'm not black. I'm Derek Jeter. That, I can see that. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we'll all finally forgive a rod. Cause you know, I personally never had a problem with the man, but me neither. These, these past few years, I feel like my a rod agenda is growing a little stronger. He's dating JLo living his best motherfucking tan life. And, and Derek Jeter's yes. withering on the vine out here. I'm just saying. And I'm waiting on me too to come for Derek Jeter because I know that nigga was treating women like shit. I can't wait for that. That's going to happen. There's no way Derek Jeter was treating yes. him respectfully, dog. I couldn't even believe people were lionizing that shit like it was cool. Like, yeah, he give bitches a baseball. It's a, I'm like, nigga, that's terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd rather you just like, send yeah, me home. Yeah, they found out because he gave the wrong, like he, he forgot he hooked up with a woman and gave her another memorabilia bag. And people act like, you don't think that's weird? Right. And like, <laughs> at least lame in one or like gross in another. Like, here's your, here's your gift bag. Yeah, gift people are like, Go. what here's, a pimp. a car. <laughs> like what what a pimp man that dude gives women the things that dudes want like it's not even a cool gift bag it's just no, a bunch of shit not. it's a bunch of shit that your <laughs> dumb some ass Gatorade and some cleats <laughs> sign these i signed his jockstrap myself his, his whole gift bag is sponsored by all his endorsements it's like here's some jordan and some Gatorade and some upper deck baseball cards. Like, get the fuck out of here. Right. Like, what's your useless shit, man? Fuck you. Oh, man. That dude's, anyway. Uh, time is. But I'm saying he's definitely of that Jordan, like, Republicans buy. Sne- At the very least, he is a Republicans buy baseball gloves, too. Type. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. So, I'm on. I'm he on. might be a lot worse than that. Yep. I'm just saying. I'm waiting for me too to come for his ass. Somebody got some stories. Oh, you know they <laughs> because the kind the kind of man that hands you a gift basket of memorabilia is not the kind of man that treated you nice all night. Okay. If if you <laughs> thought my Louis C.K. celebration intro <laughs> for my podcast when he was outed was something, you wait till they come for Derek Jeter. I'm not even going to speak. I'm just going to play Cool in the Gang Celebration on repeat for 40 minutes, and then that'll be the episode, and it'll just be called Jeter. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. Let's, let's, 
uh jessica chastain responds to criticism over all white magazine cover so jessica chastain who is uh quasi woke right Mm -hmm. so one of the outspoken uh white women feminist um she apparently took a magazine a picture on a magazine cover that was all blonde white women (laughs) it's for los angeles times uh cover that said the envelope uh and it was about uh actresses call for a change in the way many stories are told a shift in focus and it's just six white women on the cover (laughs) oh wait we didn't give a score to papa john's did we? oh yeah yeah yeah. what are we giving him stepping down karen sorry he's still he's still getting 100 he's he, he still gonna be a millionaire billionaire but he's still getting 100 so he's in a d uh george zimmerman hall of fame always gonna get 100 okay yeah. what about you uh, jail? i had to get your pizza up all right what about you jail um well he stepped down over it so once again uh he's gonna get a reduction to 75 because the comments get a hundred yeah the stepping down mm-hmm. he gets a, a little bonus and he's only a 75 yeah i would give it like a 75 as well because like uh well uh one of my friends on facebook uh saw me um partying on this dude for stepping down and she was like this is not a victory for black people and i was like one nobody called it a victory for black people till you walked in <laughs> we were just we were just having a celebration of a white man being publicly embarrassed uh and then too um like i you know i'm not under no illusion like he still had he's still rich as fuck right he's still gonna be he's gonna still be in some capacity on the board of some something that he like is still making decisions right like I, I don't think it's that crucial for anybody but i just mm-hmm. think it was a funny story and well worth laughing at his at his racist ass that's it come on uh anyway that's the cover i put it in the uh chat room if you guys want to see it but um uh rebecca carroll uh had uh, responded on twitter to this picture and said honestly at jess underscore chastain as an outspoken voice for equality how do you pose for a photo like this and not feel absolutely mortified by the blatant exclusion how is it possible to not understand the message this photo sends uh i'm sure her mentions were on fire after saying that shit mm-hmm. um even though she's telling the truth but yes uh the actor responded uh it is a sad look that there was there's no women of color in this pic of us promoting our female-led films the industry needs to become more inclusive in its storytelling what were your favorite women of color-led films this year i loved at selma hike and hashtag beatrice at dinner uh i saw beatrice at dinner by the way um how was it it was good it was good it had a terrible ending like it was just one of those indie endings where it's like we're out of film we have to do something and that, that that shit that part sucked. awkward stare zoom out <laughs> right. i don't know what just happened the end dude i don't i, I guess it's a spoiler none of y'all are gonna see this right i know i'm no not see, uh, she she walked into the ocean that was the end it made no fucking sense it made no fucking naked no it was just no weinstein Close. weinstein didn't produce this uh because <laughs> Uh, apparently the, the he made give her do a nude scene due. give the devil his due he would have ended that film properly right yeah she's fine as fucking everything but nigga like she just did a, she did a great job acting I, I i dug the theme of like rich white people and dealing with the working class and the stark differences and all this shit but nigga you cannot end a fucking movie with her walking into the goddamn ocean uh, poetically to me what to me that it's a thing that wouldn't happen it pissed me off so bad because it's like 
it's like i was like okay so she's gonna get back to her house and something oh oh she's just gonna hop out the car and walk into the ocean and that's the end okay cool anyway uh jessica chastain says it's terrible that i can't think of at least five female lead leads uh led films with women of color this week this year in 12 months there's not even five so she went with the full like girl i'm with you but i'm not gonna dress why i took that picture i'm outraged i'm as mad as you she pulled the move that i like to pull on my parents when i was younger like i'm disappointed in myself like <laughs> i'm just gonna go to my room i don't know what's wrong with me three days punishment right my <laughs> dad's like and this whooping right you're like no i just think i'm so ashamed i wouldn't even sully your belt with my with my hands i'm gonna just <laughs> go into the room and close the door and play nintendo my flesh not worthy of your garments <laughs> right oh washing your car i could not even possibly imagine selling your car with these bad grade fingers i can't even do that dad so uh yeah she said she was outraged as well um and if somebody asked uh then why did you accept the cover honestly if not you then who who will stop this um so yeah uh zero to 100 karen uh, 100 100 for jessica chastain all right what about you uh jl i would give her a 25 but she got married recently so mm. she killed my dream so she's bumped up to a 50 mm, okay uh i would give her fuck I'd probably just give her like a 50 because i i do think the pro- fundamental problem with everything is who gonna be the person to give up their spot and there's also five other women in that thing that ain't nobody gonna ask them shit because they've never said anything to even approach being uh inclusive like that so it's kind of a sad state but we do this we put the extra pressure on the person that we think can do the most you know it's like how some black people like fucking hate obama because they like he the only president i thought could possibly do anything about racism so fuck that nigga he didn't solve racism you know what i mean this kind of feels like jessica chastain's catching a little heat before being the quote-unquote woke one in the picture and i'm sure the other women were like i'm not even going to acknowledge that black women or women of color were excluded right she's willing to be like well yeah i this this is uh this is a fucked up industry and these and there, there weren't a lot of women to pick from and that you know that was fucked up but she ain't willing to give up her spot either right and and i think it's a lot of uh, the picture's fucked up right nobody speaking up is fucked up right her going girl for real i'm mad fuck you for that too yeah, fuck yeah. you for that too because yeah. i know that you know it's some <laughs> other but and you was like i'm instead of you going well here's a list of black women that you can put up there i'm gonna decline which which you know i understand why she took it but nobody's willing to give up their spot and for you to act shocked and surprised out of all this black shit that's been coming out over the past year for you to say i don't know five mm-hmm. what is wrong and, and see this but you know but i think she's right can you name five women of color led films in hollywood from this year not no right like i like i think her point is right but it's a deflection from the point of her complicity in it which right. is why did you even take this fucking cover as if y'all are representing all of women because y'all don't y'all are just representing white women but that's kind of the struggle that's been in hollywood forever which is and and that's the hardest part it's jeffrey tambor getting up there accepting an award and being like 
a trend we should hire trans people to play trans people and when we do that you're like nigga you it's spider-man pointing spider-man like at this you are taking this award that you are literally saying should go to someone else but you ain't giving this award back and you're not gonna not take that check so if you're the best we got as an advocate then there's no hope and it's kind of the same thing with you you know what retroactively i do gotta move it up because like she should have just said nothing if she was just gonna say this because it's not really it's like it is fucked up you're like that's what we're saying can you like help us i mean i would love to help it's just she's like me walking by the salvation army with just with with no cash like oh just oh if you only took credit cards like she just pulled that on all the black women that are like but what about us right and i think that's my problem her response is kind of what made me mad don't look at me and be like girl i know bitch that's what we're saying what what we gonna do about this (laughs) yeah we all know she hit that Allen Iverson. Yeah, it's crazy to me too. Crazy to me too. <laughs> right? It's crazy to me too. Like, well, what about you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think. I got Charlize Theron in Atomic Blonde as African American led <laughs> yeah. female. She is film. technically a South African American. Uh, so <laughs> I do think we need to give some credit to that. That's who's going to win the award at, uh, the Soul Train Awards this year. Yup. We're going to give it to her. <laughs> uh but yeah that shit was uh shit was whack i just don't know at this point if you're active on social media and you're one of these actresses or anyone in the limelight i just don't know how (laughs) you go to that photo shoot and you don't think yeah this is gonna be a problem later on (laughs) like like you know what you know what the condition of the gym like like it's not enough to like make you lose a check it's not enough to like it's just enough to be annoying to your social media presence as some rich person because i'm sure that's the extent of like uh bother that will happen in her life is just a few people like some her mentions blew up one day or mm-hmm. something but yeah she I, I guarantee she's when you walk in that room and see nothing but white women and like we're gonna we're gonna take on the hollywood establishment like part of you should just be like ah mm. Oh, we didn't have like uh tiffany haddish couldn't make it like no n- nobody oh man oh oh what about penelope can we call just call real quick just to see what she's doing no uh well, y'all you know, leslie jones i mean i mean we right. can't get nobody it's, it's like that time of lebron james oh no kobe Bryant took that photo shoot and you're like kobe not at no point did you think like <laughs> oh, when he was wrapped up in that white yes oh, but it was like five pictures it wasn't just one but like at no point you were like man i don't know the internet is there's no roofs on the internet dude it's they not gonna just take this in stride they're gonna clown me there's just none of, I, don't, I don't know I, I i hope that i hope that part of me never dies to where i see something and go this looks a little fucked up guys maybe we shouldn't do this <laughs> and i'm just like fuck it i I just want to be on the cover i hope i i hope i never do that shit me either all right um let's see let's do uh we've done enough trash Mm um let's do some uh guess the race and then we'll we'll get out of here guys uh um let me uh find my guess the race music and i know we need to go to the next section in in a couple minutes so give me one second on that one too karen okay i'll I'll do that after we sing the song yes um I mean, what's my guest race music? Oh, here we go. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. 
that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts man we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we have our contestants today jl covan from the righteous prick podcast and the chat room and karen play along and they guess the race and everybody's racist <clears throat> guess the race today is brought to you by legal equalizer okay some of these people in these articles might need it come on if you have an encounter with the police is immigration at your door are you in an emergency situation download legal equalizer right now legal equalizer is a free app that allows you to alert your loved ones of your location in an emergency situation it lets you know your laws your rights and what actions to take in certain situations it allows you to record your interaction and contact an attorney in real time don't wait until you've been arrested or detained to find an attorney get help immediately legal equalizer is available on the google play store and the apple app store all right <clears throat> all right so let me how much time all right i'm gonna go to the next section i'll invite everybody back on screen and uh and and then we'll we'll continue with the show we'll, we'll get get some guests to race on so give me one second everyone all right yeah i i hope people do get this app because you know we got enough black people and brown people out here having a facebook live their shit and you don't know your your rights um you know it comes to like i know kaepernick has a huge campaign on people teaching people to know their rights mm-hmm. in these situations and mm-hmm. stuff so i do hope that we uh get some people to sign up man and also don't forget it's an app so you can leave a five-star review on the app store and uh and let other people know to get it and right now it's only at eight reviews so if you uh have left us a five-star review hope you take some time to leave them a five-star review for a legal equalizer um all right let's get into these guesses of the races how about this one um a oh jesus this is terrible hold on let me find Ah! um how about a man is accused of stealing eight hundred and ninety thousand dollars <laughs> from a destroyed business he was hired to clean up mm-hmm. white karen's going white out the gate don't need no info okay a man who was involved in the cleanup of a storm destroyed florence auto parts store has been accused of stealing nearly nine hundred thousand dollars property from the business jerry ford a 49 year old subcontractor was arrested late Thursday on a charge of first-degree receiving stolen property. Records show Ford's arrest came after authorities searched his home and rental storage unit in Lauderdale County, said Florence Police Department Sergeant Greg Cobb. Ford was part of a crew that cleaned up the advanced auto parts store, auto parts store on Cloverdale Road after a storm de- destroyed the business in November 18th. About $890,000 worth of parts were stolen during the cleanup. <laughs> several businesses and citizens they they still kept a track of that inventory right who stole these rims must have been looters again every night several businesses and citizens Ah. have reported theft to auto uh advanced auto parts asset protection department and stated that mr ford was attempting to sell items from the store (gasps) Cobb said police recovered a large portion of the stolen items during the searches of his home and or the property uh bradford building co was contracted to handle the demolition demolition and cleanup at the auto parts store and the birmingham company subcontracted ford to help with the project a spokesman for bradford didn't immediately return a call from al.com seeking comment ford declined to comment on the case he has hired florence attorney tim case to defend him 
uh i'm looking into this very closely for him and we hope to have a, him exonerated in court case told al.com he was uh, arrested but released on bail of twenty five hundred dollars care you sticking with white i'm sticking with white jl Hmm. i'll go white all right let's check the chat room i like that jl said it with a practice measured thoughtful <laughs> consideration like hmm. well i just know I, I i have like my record in this game is like i'm like a 500 i'm like a pl- playoff bubble team mm. ah. i overthink things so uh, i just thought you know what i'll go with go with your gut seem to be All yeah right. the chat room says white paul ryan white oh that cook Oh. 890k worth of parts at advanced auto parts but homeless guys out front trying to fix my car white believe in the justice system white oh. black with a newport it is in <laughs> and wiggity white the correct answer is white <laughs> one person did miss it they did say black yeah i would have went black if i didn't know but only until they said eight hundred and ninety thousand dollars that's too much for a nigga to steal like, yeah, that's a that's a lot <laughs> that's man. too ambitious dog I we mean, don't do that i mean and his last name was ford like a ford tough truck yeah they say he got arrested for stealing four hundred dollars worth of rims okay right that might be a brother eight hundred and ninety thousand dollars only a fucking walter white ass white man would think he's entitled to that shit um <laughs> let's see here uh <laughs> that's too easy hold on oh uh, how about this one um oh um a morero man killed his roommate during a spat over rent oh mm-hmm mm-hmm uh <laughs> the rent is too high apparently it is a squabble over rent money turned deadly sunday night in marrero when one roommate fatally shot the other one according to jefferson parish uh sheriff uh officers uh paul hoff 54 was booked with second degree murder said interim sheriff joseph lopinto hoff is accused of the death of his roommate roger mcmorris 39 deputies were dispatched to the residence around 7 34 p.m Uh, they arrived to find mcmorris dead inside uh mcmorris had been shot multiple times in the torso uh, investigators learned the two men had been arguing over the payment of rent at some point kevin mcgee a neighbor who said he lived next door uh for three years said the shooting seemed out of character he's a cool calm collected dude it's very shocking mcgee said case still under investigation and hoff is being held on five hundred thousand dollars bond uh right now karen guess the race of mr uh fuck was his name paul hoff hoff h-o-f white okay going white what about you jl yes he's white all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe last name many brown people named hoff i'm gonna be surprised Mm. did you ask them to guess the race karen there you go might have been two or three above it yeah i think it's three above it okay better murdered than homeless white mike from michigan white light white when paul can't rob peter to pay gotta kill somebody white oh white everybody's going white on this one all right uh with whitey saw the talented mr ripley as a documentary white oh Oh, man i hated that movie 
uh fucking matt damon was acting boy he was acting but boy ah! what a boring fucking movie uh anyway the correct answer is he's white all of you got it right i think didn't everyone go white yeah mm-hmm. good job everybody trying to let it uh show my screen it's moving kind of slow uh oh yeah yeah Mm, yeah. mm. he probably shouldn't have shot that dude over no is he related to dennis hoff the bunny ranch guy he looks like if dennis hoff (laughs) never had women or money that's what he would look like yeah he does and he 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 does make those women pay rent so maybe that's the difference (laughs) he's Dennis Hoff with the rent money and Dennis Hoff without. Ha! <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, let's go to the bonus round here. Where's my bonus round music? Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round of guess the race. So far, JL and Karen are neck and neck, two for two. But now that the pressure is on in the bonus round, who will fold? (laughs) Let's see. All right. Um, (laughs) Sorry. A sign language interpreter delivers gibberish after showing up uninvited to a police press conference. Oh! Ha! Ha! Uninvited? Well, I just walked up on the stage and be like, this, this is what I'm going to do today? The sheer confidence you must have. Right, white. <laughs> Police officials in Tampa have opened an investigation into who dispatched the sign language. Of course it's Florida. <laughs> of course, right? Who dispatched a sign language interpreter to a press conference on a multiple murder investigation who didn't appear to have a grasp of American sign language? Ah! According to the Tampa Bay Times, a press conference on November 28th was designed to announce the arrest of a suspect in the killing of four Seminole in Seminole Heights. Accompanying the police officials was a woman who provided ASL interpretation that appeared to be gibberish, when, which, which then alarmed viewers proficient in ASL. According to <laughs> according to Rachel Satembrino, who is deaf and teaches ASL at the University of South Florida, she sat up there and waved her arms like she was singing Jingle Bells. Rewatching the video, Satembrino describes the arrest of the suspect as delivered by interpreter, interpreter Derlin Roberts. Derlin Roberts. That is a woman, by the way. Derlin. Never heard that name before. Uh, 51 hours ago. Wait. So she wrote, I mean, she signed 51 hours ago, 0, 12, 22. (gasps) Indecipherable, murder, three minutes, and 14 weeks ago, in old, indecipherable, murder, 4, 5, 55,000, plea, 10, arrest, murder, bush, indecipherable, three, Ah! three age, three age, 24. So that's what she was signing. Oh my God. That's hilarious. I was disappointed, confused, upset, and really want to know why the city of Tampa's chief of police who was responsible for my safety and the safety of the entire community did not check her out. 
according to tpd folks well in all fairness how would he know right because he don't know the language right right? according to tbd spokesperson janelle mcgregor no interpreter was requested for the event and an investigation (laughs) is being pursued to see who sent the woman and failed to vet her asl proficiency oh you can watch the video below on youtube for Ah, Tampa bay police ah. um guess the race uh i want a movie made out of this immediately yes (laughs) i'm here for it white karen's going white what about you jl I feel like is this the last question? It is the last question. It is double the points, double the racism. Uh her name is uh, Derlin Roberts. Out, but Derlin sounds like something that if somebody were making fun of black names like Key and Peel, they'd be like <laughs> Derlin Stevens. But it's Tampa. <laughs> it's Tampa where white people can have names like that too. And it's ah I'm gonna go remember you say you're gonna trust you're gonna trust from your gut Karen. i'm gonna just i'm gonna take i'm gonna say black just okay. just so this is winner take all all right <laughs> i like that y'all think it's either white nobody or black wants a tie. nobody wants a tie i'm giving nobody the fans wants a, tie. a favor there will be a winner i don't want a tie so if i lose at least the fans get a, a clear winner okay <laughs> uh fake ass marley matlin ain't shit white so black so black trump thinks she has aids oh yeah i was gonna do some trump news with jl but i i decided it was too much Ah! (laughs) what kind of fucking country is this uh anyway throwing up gang signs black oh (laughs) do y'all watch Jesus and meryl i watched Jesus and meryl last week and Baron davis is on there and they did the video when John Wall did gang signs and you know Baron Davis is actually from Compton. Right. He's like, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> it's still like what gang signs are those? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> like that's not what gang is John Wall then. Anyway. Uh he said, uh because I said so black woman, uh I saw this one. Okay. Uh wait, never mind my response. I remember this one. Okay. Uh, they thought she was signing in Spanish Latina. Okay. The correct answer is, and for double the points, double the racism, the winner and new champion, JL Coven. Woo! Yeah! Black. <laughs> she was black, guys. And all you other sons of bitches, you missed it. Oh, they're getting unruly. Yeah, I, I, I'll be willing to take that L because the name said black, but I wanted to take that L because I was like, what black person would be bold enough to walk into a police station like that and do that shit and just think it's going to be all good? Derlin Roberts would. If it was any other state other than Florida, I would have said black. Like I would, I would have felt more sure about mm. saying black. Right. But Florida is just one of those states where it's like, "Hey, come here, Darlin." Like, <laughs> like they misspelled Darlene or something, or they're like, "We got three Lins. We got Jamie Lynn, Tiffany Lynn. Now this is my third daughter, Darlin." Like it feels like something that could happen in Florida. So that's why I was. 
I was deliberating. Oh, she was doing numbers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> right. She needs to be. There should be a movie or an FX series made about this woman. <laughs> I would watch it. Played by Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd yeah. be a leading black woman role for her. Yeah, maybe Chad, she can get on the cover. Haddish, uh, like, I should write it and pitch it to Tiffany Haddish. Like, yeah. She, yeah. Could, oh, she, she could do something hilarious with she this. She kill it. Yep. Uh, instead of American Sign Language, we could call it African American Sign Language. Yes. It could be a whole two hours <laughs> of just her fucking up them signs. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, and because of Tiffany Haddish, you know, one of her signs, one of her fake ASL signs would definitely be the Nene, because she works the Nene into all her stuff. <laughs> 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 anyway, <clears throat> we got to get to the last segment, guys. Okay. We've had fun. We really, uh, we set JL straight about Star Wars, okay? <laughs> give him a, give him a week to think about it before he talks about it on his podcast, where I'm sure he'll, uh, he'll recant everything he's been saying on social media. And, um, <laughs> and, and now we have to talk about sword ratchetness, guys, okay? It's a scourge that is destroying our great nation one stroke at a time. <laughs> and, uh, the longest sound effect in the world. Ain't it though? Man, I really wish we could have done the men are trash segment or taken out the trash segment because I just remember uh, JL, speaking of Louis C.K., JL got another one. Uh, that dude from HBO, TJ, what's his name? TJ Miller. You got him, bro. Dad. <laughs> oh, so he on the list too? Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Gary Busey's next <laughs> for my full Gary Busey as TJ Miller's dad sketch. This ah. is my son, T.J. Miller. He never did any of the things they're saying. Dad, I definitely did them. He's innocent. I'll stick a fire. Never mind. That's the. It's a very limited. As soon as I break <laughs> off of just dad, I'm going to do this, dad. It becomes very weird. <laughs> He's not guilty. Not oh. as in no. Oh, of my T. son did not do that. <laughs> I did it. I will take the blame for my rejected bastard son, T.J. Miller. Dad, you don't have to do that. My career's going fine. Thank you very much, Dad. (laughs) Oh, man. What if this is a new horror movie like The Impressionist? And it turns out whenever I do an impression of you, you will be convicted of, like, some horrible crime. They're coming for you, George Lopez. <laughs> you better run and away from the cops. An impression of me, and I tried to run away from the cops, and they shot me. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh man, oh, oh, I don't know if anyone's getting these jokes, but I listen to oh. right. Go listen to the Righteous Freak, so y'all can be in on this. Cause yeah, watch out for John Barenthal. I'm definitely working on my Barenthal. <laughs> I'm enjoying the Punisher. Yeah, but. Like, if you see the video right now, his expressions are basically just, <laughs> that's, that's what you, hey, hey, I like that, hey, hey, I'll take you out. <laughs> that, that's what you think, you think, my wife, my wife, you're going to yell at me, my, my wife, I'll kill you. 
<laughs> yeah, my my thing that I like that he does is funny. He he adds yeah at the end of shit uh, in the punish. I don't know why he just does it randomly. He'll be like, uh, go get some MREs, yeah. Like, is that what being a marine is? <laughs> I'm enjoying the show, but it is funny to me because he's not, he's not a bad actor, but he's right. got his 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 limited set of skills that he brings to whatever role he's in. Like right. I could, in a romantic comedy, he'd just be the same dude. He'd just be like, "You want to go out on a date with me?" Well, I could, hey, hey, you you didn't call me back when I asked you out. You know, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done. You know, I'm sorry about that. You know, but hey, 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 who's that guy you were talking to? Who are you talking to right there? <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I'm excited to see you, and I'm sorry about that. But you know, hey, hey! <laughs> I would not want to date him. Uh, that would be an emotional roller coaster. Uh, that is, that's a good John Verithal so far, man. Uh, that's it's coming show. along. When I get my next haircut, I'll do John Barenthal acting school. Oh, yeah. the first rule is you can't you got to have your head tilted at all times <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, my favorite thing i'll do, thing, it, like this, I'll do it like this <laughs> he always looks like he's trying to figure some shit out too oh uh, my <laughs> uh, my favorite thing though about the punisher series and it's not a spoiler or anything and i've watched i've watched uh nine episodes yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil I, it I, by the way, your favorite was the one where I, I I almost tweeted instead of the Punisher, he should be called the Cuckolder. When the dude <laughs> literally turned on the cameras and made out with the dude's wife, I was like, man, yo, that's the most punishing attack of all. <laughs> Micro got cucked, and his name was Micro already, bro. Like Jesus, spare him a little bit, John. Uh, but I was gonna say my favorite thing about the Punisher is that you come into it with all these expectations because you watched all the marvel series probably or most of them if you're watching this one and uh mm-hmm. they always like stretch shit out you know it's like yeah you know everything about this character but we're gonna like stretch it out we're gonna keep stretching it out the punisher ends his entire fucking story arc from all the other shit in like five minutes like five minutes into yeah. the, the new shit you're like oh wait what the fuck is he gonna do <laughs> like he was like he was his whole thing was like i'm gonna avenge my family and it's like done 13 episodes ago see y'all in the next one i'm like what the fuck was that bro i didn't know where it was gonna go but uh yeah i love that i love that that's my so, favorite so what, series so i'm just supposed to what come up with like some different plots for you that, that, what do you even know about doing tv what do you even know hey 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 i'm talking you don't even know what you're talking about i know tv i've been on a lot of tv shows I'm sorry, man. You know, I'm sorry. I just, you know, it's, uh, it's tough. You know, I'm trying to, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be the punisher. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> at one, at one point, this Rick. All my, this all just stems from me and and my conversation with him and Rick. Just going, <laughs> yeah. That's what you want, Rick. I'll take care of your family when you were locked up. Okay, that's what I'm. Jane, we don't need to do this. We don't need to be like this. Okay, it's all right. No, it's not all right. You don't know how it is out there, Rick. Hey, that dude that played Rick and John Verithal had the best 
i'm trying to figure this shit out faces in the game bro yeah and we got two seasons of them on the screen together man we'll never have that again and that was greatness they both do the head lean the head tilt thing they both do the like lean back when like i can't believe this shit face oh it's it was so good man that's what like people say walking dead fell off and i'm like i don't think it ever really used to be high art Mm -mm. but the the just the power of those two personalities squaring off every because we were waiting on them to fight for two or three seasons right just the yeah. power of both them niggas on the screen looking at each other having that like confuse off was so good man <sighs> so so what what you think this is how it's supposed to be shane this is what like he's the sensitive confused like well, <laughs> yeah. this is where you know what you know where you don't get what it's like out there you don't get it okay i'm just gonna your family where were you, Rick? Where were you? I appreciate that. I appreciate it. But we're, you know, we're out now. We're friends, you and I. That's that's who we are. We're friends. That's, that's what you said. We're friends. We're friends, Rick. So I'm just supposed to raise your baby, Shane. Is that what? That's what I'm supposed to do. You know, this damn baby ain't mine. <laughs> oh man all right oh, we're, uh sword oh, ratchetness that's all right that's all right oh, yeah we was talking about uh uh you're gonna come into this podcast with a sword <laughs> they got guns rick and you're gonna talk about swords no 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 the la- the like angry laugh like i don't believe you just said no no that's 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 what you're gonna say you're gonna say you're gonna come up with sword ratchetness rick <laughs> I like that the only difference between Shane and Punisher is that, yeah, he puts on the end of sentences. That's it. It's the same thing. <laughs> he's like, oh, so, he's like, oh, so you just gonna pull out a gun, yeah? Huh? You think you'll take care of everything, huh? Yeah? Yeah? He like, works on that with the acting coach. They really hone that in there. Like, what if the Punisher says, yeah, after each sentence? I feel That'll like blow the critic's mind. He was embedded with a group of Marines in uh, Iraq for a month to pick up that dialect guys and that's what he brought back he said so they say a lot of a lot of yes okay okay i, I got this <laughs> people don't know this but in in uh in in uh when he, he was in um what was it called the dicaprio movie wolf of wall Street. oh yeah yeah so what you gonna strap money to my chest <laughs> that's what you're doing you're gonna put money on my chest wolf of wall street yes <laughs> so that's it that's it. Just money on my chest. That's what you want to do? That's what, No, no. That's not how banks work, Leonardo DiCaprio. You don't just put money on people's chest and ask them to do that. No, okay, yo. Okay. You now, know. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we do this. All right. I know we're about to wrap up. But listen. You want to know who's even worse, though, in that same series? And by the way, my girlfriend and Cookie are hiding in the corner of my apartment right now after that. Yeah, I'll, they're I'll... only hearing one way of this. So they yeah. just heard me screaming like Shane. At, the, at the screen. <laughs> yeah, Cookie, Cookie's like, oh, no, I'm back in Kentucky all over again. It's just a matter of time. Um, yo, the only, the, uh, the only thing worse than that, though, is the woman who plays Karen Page she does breathing acting yeah don't know how breathy she is it's like she just ran a fucking mile every scene and they're like all right action she's like you can't just kill people frank you have to know that i'm like what like catch your breath motherfucker you just standing right here she's been doing that shit for three seasons of daredevil and now this shit like God, every time I see her blood. face, and True Blood, and True Blood, every time I see, in True Blood, it was okay because she was supposed to be a young, overwhelmed, 
vampire from the country da 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 she didn't ask for this life nigga you have been a journalist you have killed a man on marvel's netflix series and you still out here like frank i think i can save you if you just i'm like why just catch your breath how about how about you calm down for a second catch your breath but she really Ah! her acting bothers me way worse than john barenthal's um all right and that's the only woman that i say (laughs) don't listen to in in fiction okay guys (laughs) if a man doesn't want to listen to karen page i get it okay ah uh dubai a 23 year old man has been jailed for six months for assaulting two others with a sword after he suspected them of hurling peanuts at him in a pub oh they do the peanuts like they do that the, the texas place we texas roadhouse place i don't know i mean they were throwing them at him maybe like at a zoo type thing is oh. what he said well then i don't you know not pro source but i can understand throwing peanuts at me yeah this whole story is nuts really ah the man who does not carry personal identification documents oh assault, that's a good sign he assaulted the emirati clubbers outside the pub as he suspected they had tossed peanuts at his table in june 2013 driven by anger the 23 year old asked the emirati men to meet him outside the hotel and settle the matter between them although they had denied tossing the peanuts at him or his companions in the pub Oh shit! He said, "Meet me in Temecula." Maybe it was John Barenthal. They threw the. Peanut. <laughs> 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 hey, hey! Who threw those peanuts? <laughs> who threw those peanuts? <laughs> you gonna throw do peanuts I, at me, look, huh? Do yeah. I look like, do I? Do I? Do I look like an elephant? There's the There's there's the cheap thing. You think I'm an elephant? (laughs) Horton here's a who? You think I'm Horton? This looks like a Dr. Seuss book to you, Rick. Rick, that's what you think this is? You think it's a Dr. Seuss book? There are zombies out there, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, So so then uh, in August, the um well uh yeah, the the Dubai court of first instance sentenced the defendant to absentia to a year in absentia to a year in jail so he must not shown up he turned himself in and requested a retrial and he pleaded not guilty and on monday presiding judge or or orfan omar convicted the defendant of assault and commuted the imprisonment to six months in jail what i find interesting is how did they find him if he doesn't have id all right uh the accused caused a 10 percent permanent disability to one man and injured the other Woo. the 39 year old 39 year old emirati who was permanently disabled following the attack said he was with friends at the pub when the accused turned towards their table he asked if we had tossed peanuts at him and his friends but we denied then he walked towards our table and asked us to meet him outside to settle the dispute when we stood outside i informed him that we did not throw anything at him a fight took place outside the pub and i was stabbed with a sword i sustained a wound in my chest my friend the other victim was also injured <clears throat> the attackers then ran away later <clears throat> we were summoned to the police station where we identified the defendant and confirmed to the police that he had attacked us with a sword an indian friend said he was clubbing at the pub with uh his two friends uh the victims when the incident happened dude went shell shortly after the ah! <laughs> shortly after the misunderstanding uh happened inside the pub everybody moved outside i chased my friends outside five men dragged swords and knives out their car attacked my friends and injured them he stated five <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> available rec- why didn't the other people get arrested 
Uh, good question. I don't know. Did they not slain? They were just standing there, just <laughs> just to be a, a gang to look upon. Yeah, them? I guess they were just rooting them on. I don't know. Available records did not mention the reason why the case was referred to court in 2016, despite the fact that it happened in 2013. Uh, Monday's ruling remains subject to appeal in 15 days. Uh, <clears throat> as always, man, when you go out here in these streets and you're throwing peanuts at people that you don't know, ah, you don't know who got a sword. You so be careful. Don't. Texas is now legally allowed to carry swords. What? <clears throat> yeah, the state of Texas. So if you're in Texas, be careful, guys. And stop sending me that article. I already know about it. All right, guys. Uh, check out Jail Covan's podcast, The Righteous Prick. Uh, really good, uh, podcast. It you'll, is. You'll get more of these inside jokes as well that we were, uh, telling, he was telling us to. Mm-hmm. Um, and there will be a new one this week. So there'll be a couple, you know, you can catch up on a couple of decent episodes. Uh, yeah. Uh, from the past month. Uh, so to be back in the new year and Jail Comedy is the website jlcomedy.com so just you know check out the youtube videos whatever all that stuff which will be good man because like i said we you should take a couple weeks to think about star wars i think you'll really (laughs) you'll really you'll really come back around on that if you just get a get a couple weeks under your belt to really because it's just like the 20 2016 election if they would have just fucking relaxed they could have won but you know how guys are when they're when they're li- when they're libertarians, right? Uh, <laughs> don't be a Bernie Poe. Don't be a Bernie Poe. Don't be uh, Bernie Poe. Uh, jail. Bernie uh, Poe. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, but what about hold those emails? Oh, uh, all right, guys. I'm actually a Jumanji for Jesus follower. Oh God. <laughs> uh, we know who you voting for. That's my team. 2024. We know. You, I can smell what you're gonna be cooking um we'll be back the rock berenthal (laughs) ticket if there was more time i would go nuts with that (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, uncle john uncle john berenthal yelling at all the the fucking kids all right we'll be back uh tomorrow tomorrow we may review the walking dead or we may just do a regular show i don't know We'll, we'll be back we'll have something for you guys uh, but we do need to review the last episode of Walking Dead at some point. So it's either this week or that or next week. Depends on if I have time. Also, for premium people, tomorrow, me and Justin will be doing Balls Deep Sports at 10 a.m. So if you guys uh, want to watch us live at your job while your uh, your boss doesn't know, uh, we'll be there for you. No, we won't be. We won't be telling nobody. We won't be snitching like that coon droid and fucking Star Wars: <laughs> Last Jedi. Aww. Fucking coon droid. Why the black droid gotta be the snitch? Huh? motherfucking make america great agree enjoy i know you voted for fucking <laughs> snoke paris denard <laughs> yeah this fucking self-hating piece of shit droid god damn that made me so mad all right we'll be back tomorrow till then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.